0: Welcome to the Learning Paths podcast from Harvard Medical School's HMX online learning team, featuring conversations with healthcare students, teachers, and professionals on their educational experiences and career journeys. I'm your host, Ben Rubenstein. Though she's long had an interest in pursuing medicine, Bria Barksdale hasn't always believed in her own academic ability. During high school and college, she's pushed herself to take on challenges that build her understanding and boost her confidence. In this episode of Learning Paths, she talks about strategies that have worked for her and outlines her plans for her future as a physician scientist. Well, Bria, thank you so much for joining us here on the Learning Paths podcast. Um, I wondered if, to start, you could just tell me a little bit about what got you interested in healthcare as a career path in the first place.
1: Sure. When I was younger, I've always been interested in science, interested in why blood flows from your body. I loved going to the doctor's office, loved going to the dentist, loved watching them draw my blood. And uh, I was just always interested in the mechanisms of the body. And uh, I wanted to learn more about it. So that's what initially sparked my interest. And then as I went through school, I chose programs that would help me foster those ideas.
0: Great. So, and you actually went to a, a high school that, that kind of focused on health as part of its uh, approach?
1: I did. I went to Glen Burnie High School, and there they have a magnet program called Biomedical Allied Health Program, the BEMA program. And in that program, you can choose different pathways that you want to go into. And I chose the biomedical pathway. And they just offered different experiences that you can have to expose you to what being a physician may be like. And I feel like that's really important for students to be exposed to and to really know, is this something that I want to do before you spend X number of dollars in college or within different experiences and then coming to the realization that that's not something you want to do.
0: Sure. And so this was things like you were kind of out out in the field, you were shadowing people, that kind of thing?
1: opportunities were offered. We had to do internships. We had to do a capstone. At some point, we went to a cadaver lab, which was really cool. And then also, I believe, being a part of that program, I was offered different experiences that weren't necessarily within my high school. So I had the opportunity to participate in the Congress of Future Medical Leaders for three days, which was Phenomenal. Really just kind of being in a space where everybody is medicine oriented and you get the opportunity to interact with people who work in medicine every day and have conversations and um, just learn more about it to kind of be sure that that's a pathway you want to go into. And then I got the opportunity to do the National Leadership Forum of Medicine for two weeks, and that was pretty much the same thing as a Congress of Future Medical Leaders. It was a space where you can interact with others and be introduced to what a physician may have to go through day to day, and that helped me uh, come up with the notion that, you know, I think being a doctor is something that I would like to do, and I don't believe that I would would have had those experiences if it wasn't for being involved in the BEMA program. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool, and, and I think, at, you know, around that time, you know, when we first spoke uh, some four years ago, um, you know, it may have been um, through the Cong- Congress uh, of Future Medical Leaders that you um, took some of the HMX courses. Um, yes. So I know that was, you know, quite some time ago. Now you've had a lot going on since then. But I wonder if you can think back to that point, um, when you did that, and, and sort of what that experience was like, and whether, you know, Coming out of that, it, uh, you know, had any impact on how you looked at a career in medicine?
1: With regards to the HMS courses? Yeah. Of course, I would say the class did two main things for me. One, because of the way it was structured, we were also introduced to the different case studies to apply the knowledge that we had gained from the class. And that was the first exposure real real exposure that I had to asking questions a physician may ask when a patient comes in feeling unwell. So that was one thing. And then the second thing was I took physiology and immunology and I absolutely loved immunology. I loved understanding and being introduced to ways that the body response to infection. And I think immunology is so applicable because you can see it every day. Right now we can see it with the virus and understanding vaccines. It's so applicable understanding why your, why your skin gets hot if you scratch it or why plus happens if you fall and scrape your knee. And those are the things we learned within the course. And after the course, now I have this really excitement, this huge excitement about immunology and that led me into my research interests so right now I, I go to University of Maryland in Baltimore County and in my lab I'm in an immunology lab and that's something that I want to go on and pursue my PhD in so being involved in in this course definitely helped me with that realization
0: That's great so so now you're at a, a point you're a you're a junior in college is that right I am And so you're considering uh both PhD and, and an MD, is that is that uh, in the plans? See. Yes,
1: my goal is to have my MD PhD, which just means a physician scientist. So mm-hmm. on the physician side, I wanna be an obstetrician gynecologist, and on the scientist side, I would like to do research in immunology. Okay,
0: and so you've talked about some of the experiences that have really helped to kind of spur you um, on that path in that direction. I imagine there have been some kind of challenges along the way so far too. Uh, Maybe, maybe where, you know, you didn't feel like um, you understood a topic as well as you wanted to, or, or just kind of felt a little unsure of things, you know, and how have you kind of dealt with those sort of challenges um, and, and figured out ways to, to kind of increase your understanding and and confidence in this path?
1: Absolutely. I would say, Throughout my entire academic journey, really, I never saw myself as smart. I never saw myself as someone who could achieve really, really high goals. And I knew that I could do science. I knew that I was really good at math and really good at biology, but I never had high expectations for myself. And when I entered into college, I would use the tactics that I used in high school. Like I can just get by. I'm not that smart. And, uh, to be frank, my first semester of my freshman year, I got two C's and, uh, they were in two STEM courses and two C's is passing for UMBC, but it's not passing for Meyerhoff. I'm in the Meyerhoff Scholars Program at UMBC. So I had to have a conversation with the office and, uh, They basically agree, we know know that you can do this. You just need to have a system. So I adopted the guaranteed 4.0 system by Donna O. Johnson. And uh, that next semester, I got straight A's. The following summer, I got A's all my classes. And till now, I've still been very academically successful in my classes. And I still use that study plan. So by that, throughout my three years in college, I've learned to trust myself and trust what I know within my courses. I know that I've studied. I know that I've put work into understanding this material. So I believe that I can do this. I believe that I can get an A on this exam. I believe that I can answer this question. And I I believe adopting that study system really helped me be more confident in myself and confident in the information that I knew. And with that, I was able to put myself out there and apply to programs that I never thought that I would be accepted into because I've always had this notion that "Mm, I'm just going to get by. I'm not like those people. I'm not super, super smart. But then to be accepted, it's like, oh, well, they like me and I think I am smart. So that has been my, my journey thus far.
0: That's great. You really built uh, the confidence in yourself that you need to to take those risks, to take the, to put yourself out there, and, yes. and realize that you can succeed. So, d- tell me a little bit about kind of what that you know the system that you're referring to is it, is it around like time management uh, kind of things, or or what what kinds of things did you feel you like you needed to work on?
1: It's really structured around being kind to your mind working with the way we remember things. So you, everything's bullet points and you BPR, bullet point reading, then you BPN, bullet point notes, BPC, bullet point concepts. You do your homework, you go to office hours. So you read, you make sure you do your notes a certain way that helps your mind, not these uh, notes where it looks like you wrote an essay on your paper, something with diagrams, something that's easy to follow, then directly after your lecture, you redo your notes that you wrote in the lecture. That's um, helping your mind remember exactly, you know, we just did this, I remember this. And then later on, you redo those notes again. And then something that really, really helped me with the system, and if I had this only pick one thing to do, I would do this all the time, is bullet point concepts. And that's when you rewrite the question, you write why the answer is correct, so an explanation of why it's correct, but then you also write why every other answer is incorrect. Mm-hmm. And that really helped me because if I'm able to write a good answer about it, a good explanation, then I know I know the concept. If I can't, if I'm kind of stuck and I don't really know why it's wrong, then that's something that I have to revisit. And all of those things are very helpful because sometimes you make get a question that's very similar but it's flipped. And if you understand why something is right and why something is wrong, then you can, you know, come up with an answer of, oh, okay, I did this before. This is why this pathway works this way. And A is the answer. Uh, so that that's a, a quick gist of what the system
0: is. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and definitely sounds like you have to dedicate a significant amount of time to to your work to to go through it at that level but but sounds like it's worthwhile uh, at the end and and kind of seeing the results of it sort of keeps you going even when maybe you don't always want to go through all those steps
1: it takes time but eventually it becomes second nature and mm-hmm. eventually you'll be uncomfortable if you don't do it so I'm uncomfortable if I don't
0: do the study plan mm-hmm. and so it's it's great that you were able to kind of recognize that you needed to to take a different approach, you know, relatively early in your you know, in your college career and and, you know, get on the path that you wanted to be on. What what kind of advice would you have for for being most successful, especially if maybe you, you know, don't feel like you just you just know everything?
1: Right. The first thing I would say to do is to find a study system that works. Find a study system that works and You don't have to do it all by yourself. You can rely on other people. You can ask other people questions. The Meyerhoff program helped me. So finding something that works for you and stick with it. My technique worked for me in 100 level classes and it's worked for me in 400 level classes. And then the second thing I would say is to network and then also remember that people are just people. So... Advisors are just people. Admissions officers are just people. Professors are just people. If you're in a crowd doing a presentation, everybody, they're just people. So don't ever feel nervous about something. Ideally, you're most likely just talking about you and what motivates you. And it's just a conversation. So there's no reason to be feel, to, to be nervous. I know sometimes that can defer people from having conversations because they're nervous. And then... I would say the last thing is to remember and internalize that you define who you are. People can guide you and people can give you advice and they're free to do that, but they can't define you because that's your job. So recognize who you are, what you want to do, and look for advice to how to achieve that goal. But don't let anybody try to change your mind and what they think you should be.
0: All right. Very well said. Um, and so looking ahead for yourself, um, you know, you've you know, talked about that, uh, your goal is, uh, to be an MD, PhD. Um, you know, do you have some, some clear next steps in your head of, of what comes, you know, after your current program and what that's going to look like? Yes.
1: I'm a junior next year senior. I would like to, before I enter into a medical scientist training program, which is a program students who want to pursue an MD-PhD go into, I would like to do a one to two year post only because I want to do more research. I want to enter into my program with a firm foundation within research and lab techniques. So going into a post after I graduate and then going into my MD-PhD program, be there for about six to seven years, and then you can call me Dr. Barksdale.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll check in in uh, in just a quick six or seven years, you know. Uh, <laughs> just quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and are there other, uh, I guess, resources you anticipate uh, needing to use? You know, you talk about sort of getting getting a better grounding in research going forward. I mean, are there other kinds of whether it's online learning, whether it's you know just just talking to people? I mean, how do you Um, sort of figure out what you don't know and what you need to know for your um, for your future career plans.
1: I plan to enroll in summer internships. So be exposed into different lab settings and learn from different lab teams. Mm -hmm. So this summer, I'll be going to Vanderbilt University enrolled in their summer medical scientist training program. And there I'll be working in a lab and in that lab they'll teach me different techniques and that's what i'm really excited about to be in a different setting and to learn different different ways to do different things so being involved in those kinds of programs the uh, early exposure before you get into mdphd you go into like a pre-mdphd program so things like that and then also continuing to have conversations with older meyerhoffs about their experiences and what they've done to help them Meyerhoff are saying as we stand on the, sho- the shoulders of giants and there's not a Meyerhoff anywhere that isn't doing what you want to do so that's a really good resource
0: so do you feel like you have kind of a uh, like a mentor or a kind of just just a network that you continually kind of go back to
1: I have mentors for different things that's also advice you can have different mentors for different things Mm -hmm. but I do have a large network I do Mm -hmm. believe that I have a large network with Meyerhoff and Meyerhoff has different networks so it's a very big spider web so
0: okay yes great um well it sounds like you're really you know you've set yourself up well for for success in in your goals and in each kind of progressive step along the way you've got a strategy an approach to doing that it's not just a dream it's a You've mapped out what you want to do, which I, I think is definitely an important step. So, um, you know, I think that our listeners who are ranging in where they are in their path um, are definitely going to take something away from this in, in hearing about just the intentional approach to their own academic careers and figuring out what they want to do and how they want to accomplish it. So really appreciate you um, taking the time to share that with us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Learning Paths, produced by the HMX Online Learning Team at Harvard Medical School. To hear more episodes, visit us at onlinelearning.hms.harvard.edu or subscribe in your favorite podcast app.